1049 The Morning X, it's Kev. My guest is from the hit show Ghost Nation, which kicks off its second season tonight on Travel Channel 8, uh, 8, 8 7 Central's Jason Hawes. Welcome to The Morning X. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, we're happy to have you. What a time to be releasing new episodes of a TV show. People are clamoring for content right now, huh? Exactly. And uh, I mean, we don't have to have a mullet and a tiger to actually... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be uh, on everybody's mind who does TV right now, right? Just like, how do we get those kind of numbers? That's insane. Oh, that yeah, that that was definitely crazy. But I mean, uh, yeah, we got Ghost Nation uh, premiering tonight. It's our second season. We're really excited on the Travel Channel, and uh, first season did phenomenal. I mean, shattered all records, and uh, we're just excited to be bringing it back. That's actually saying something on the Travel Channel because it seems to be uh, very uh, ghost heavy. So to come out with a ghost show and kill it on a show that's already or on a, on a channel that's already loaded with ghost shows, that's got to make yours pretty good, right? Well, yeah. The, uh, the, I think that also the fact that I, I did uh, another show for 12 years prior, which was the highest-rated uh, paranormal show still uh, in history. Um, in this show, it's, a lot of those fans just followed us over. It's because we, who we've been and how, how we've always been, how we've always investigated, I think, uh, is, is why they've been so loyal and they've stuck with us. And they're the ones who've really made the show a success. A uh, two-hour season premiere tonight. Just got to be a lot of content for a two-hour premiere. Well, in, in this one, it had to be two hours because it could have been four. I mean, <laughs> if we, we labeled it in this episode of Ghost Nation. It was labeled uh, the witching tree because a lot of people don't realize when they think of witches, they think of like Salem, Massachusetts. But there were in Biglerville, Pennsylvania uh, is where this case is about 10 miles from Gettysburg. But there were religious belief systems way back that, that did things differently. And if somebody was accused of a witch, they tend, tended to go missing, which they were murdered. Uh-huh. They'd be buried face down, and a tree would be planted on top of them, believing that if they, if they woke and they started digging, they'd be going the wrong way. But if they realized, the tree would hold them in. So, And this is a rumor, um, of course. And this family has this tree on the property, and they've had activity in their home and on the property. And they had thought it was associated to this witching tree. Well... We brought in a bunch of cadaver dogs independently, uh, figured we'd send one out at a time, thinking we'd be able to just disprove that. And uh, that opened up a can of worms, which next thing you know, the state police had to get involved. It became an active crime scene, and uh, it just it opened up a serious can of worms. See, even you just telling me that right now, I learned something, because I wouldn't think that a cadaver dog could sense uh, a corpse that old. Oh, and they can. Amazingly, what we didn't know, and we found out over the last year or so, is if if a tree actually if a tree is uh, growing over somebody or grows into a coffin and stuff, it can actually have the scent of decomposing coming out of the tree and out of the leaves as well. So a lot of times these cadaver dogs will start trying to climb a tree because they're sensing stuff as if they're trying to get to the leaves because the leaves are actually giving off the scent. That's why it's easier to do at certain times because if it's during fall and the leaves are all on the ground and they're blowing away, it can really send their, send, send, send their scent off. Right. So doing it, doing it during the time we did, um, pretty much a winter time, uh, helps it out because then the scent actually stays there. But these dogs are just incredible with, uh, with their abilities. So whether or not dogs are trained to do it, do you, do you believe, because I do, do you believe that, that dogs and animals in general are kind of um, uh, great detectors of paranormal activity? Well, yeah, paranormal is a, it's a, a broad subject. Para is the Greek word for beyond, so beyond the normal of what we're used to. So right. 
the ghosts and hauntings, of course, fall within the paranormal. But I mean, up to 20, 30 years ago, so did electromagnetic fields and microwave waves. Sure. Because they're just beyond our understanding. So I, I believe that dogs and, and all animals are able to sense things a lot better than us. Of course, their senses are so much more in tune. One of the dogs I have, uh, I used on my past show for many years, Maddie, she was a wild dog. We saved her from a high kill shelter in Tennessee and brought her out. And just to see a dog that had spent so much time in the wild come into a home was, was strange enough because she would start flipping out over certain plug sockets and you'd go and, and, and check it out and realize that it was giving off high magnetic fields. And this is something that she was never used to, but she was able to pick up on it and she was trying to understand it. So I, th- I think animals, they, they just have so much more abilities than we do. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. We're on with uh, Jason Hawes from Ghost Nation uh, from Travel Channel. It premieres tonight. Uh, how is season two going to be different from season one? Well, we've got some great locations. Uh, I mean, we like I said, this first one starts off with a witching tree, and literally the, the state police and uh, the active crime scene, it really just goes from there. And people are going to be able to watch us actually put pieces of a puzzle together and uh, I think that's that's the most important. But we're, we're, we go out to all different locations. At one point, you'll be able to see we get called out to Warwick, New York, by an international soccer star who just bought a prison and that they're converting to a soccer training facility. And uh, they were having all types of activity as well going on there. And also people are able to see a bunch of us who worked together on a previous show uh, working together again. Um, and also on this upcoming season, people see some of the investigators that we had in the past on the other show we bring in to help us out on different cases here. It's great. Bringing back old friends, old characters. That's cool. Absolutely. Uh, so in all your time doing these investigations, whether it's on TV or not, what would you say is the most convincing thing you ever saw? Most convincing thing. I mean, we've seen some incredible things where uh, you, you see somebody walk across the hallway into a wall on thermal imaging, giving off a heat signature, but you can't see it with your own eyes. And then upon doing historical research on the property, you find out that that spot in the wall actually used to be a door and that they've covered that up and moved the door somewhere else. So you're able to, so whatever this was, was following the path that it followed for so many years. Um, Things like that, I think, are mind-blowing. But then again, cases that we're able to debunk. I mean, we've dealt with cases that people have been mixing prescriptions and creating hallucinogens or people in the beginning stages of different medical conditions that have right. been undiagnosed. Uh, you know, it's like a, a grown man who believes in ghosts myself. Uh, I kind of, I take a lot of crap from uh, people, fam- family and friends. What do, you, what do you say to people like that? What do you say to non-believers who challenge what you, what you believe in? Actually, I'm not there to say anything to them. I'm not there to argue my belief system because um, I'm a believer and I'm a skeptic. I go in believing over 80% of all claims can be disproved. So I guess you can call me a believer and a skeptic. You can call me a boleptic, but... Uh, it's because we're going in looking for the real explanation. Uh, and a lot of times we're able to debunk the activity that's happening at these places. Of course, there's a ton of episodes we film that don't air. We only air the, what we think is the best of the best. Right, for sure. That's, yeah, I guess that's, that's got to happen a lot to you. Oh, it does. It does. And, but, you know, if you're going, if you're investigating the paranormal thinking that every time you go out you're going to find a ghost or you're going to find something paranormal, then, then you've made the wrong choice of getting involved in the field. Right. Everybody who saw Ghostbusters all of a sudden wants a proton pack. You know what I mean? It's like, exactly. Yeah, especially with the with the boom. Hey, man, now congratulations on your success. Congrats on season two. Starts tonight. It is called Ghost Nation, 8, 7 Central on the Travel Channel. Jason Hawes, thanks for joining us, man. Thank you so much for your time, man. Stay safe out there. Yeah, you too. 1049, The Morning X.